What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Guest House Podcast. Uh, we are back this week with... Christian. A.K.A. Speed Slayer. A.K.A. CP3. A.K.A. Jordan's husband. A.K.A. Every time you lean back, you lean out of the shot. I can oh. move the camera if you want me to. No, no, no. I'm good right here. This hey, is no, I was just asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> For scientific purposes, yeah. I get it. I can't wear this hat. It makes my head hurt so much. You have a headache. <laughs> I know you have a headache too, but yeah, that's mine. Right. Probably worse than yours. Oh yeah, probably, probably. That's a fat joke. You're fast. No. <laughs> oh, did you just correlate it with a fat joke? Because I'm big. No, no, no. It's I'm I'm big. That's why I'm fasting. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's a problem. <laughs> we're actually that's why we're here today. You have all your friends and family. Can you imagine if they all started walking to the door like, hey. Hey, this is an intervention. Do you want to hear something that's kind of messed up? Okay, I yeah, I'm ready. I'll be honest. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know like I'm big, sure. and I'll see other big people, and I look at them and be like, oh, you're like fucking gross. That dude is big. Like, dude, you have a problem. And I'm like, oh, mm. he's like, he's bigger than you. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, they're like, yeah. I go, damn. I look like that. Hmm. But I knew I know I'm big because I get winded putting my socks on. <laughs> So for this, I got to reach, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, I'm doing nothing special. It's probably just, like, you know, your self-image of yourself, though. It's, like, you know, no matter your appearance, you have so much, like, self-confidence in yourself. And you see other people, and you're like, dude, that person. Dude, like, I wake up, I'm like, oh, God. It's so hard being the sexiest person there. <laughs> I'd tell people that. God spent a lot of work on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of time in the stomach. More, He's like, no, this. Love. He said, this stomach is going to go through a lot. It's going <laughs> to add extra. Extra it's not, it's an iron defense, like uh, like uh, Uncle Uncle Iroh. Yo, know? mm-hmm. that's, I, that's what I. That's what that stomach is for, is to to receive that lightning and shoot white, it out. Shout out White Lotus. <laughs> Come on. Um, you're like the Godfather of DB Sack, basically. <laughs> you're like no, everyone knows exactly who you are. Mm, give or take, sure. Except for not the new people. Yeah. People come in, they're like, God, Zach was such a Zach is such a cool trainer. I went, dude. <laughs> You don't even know, youngster. You don't even don't. Oh my don't gosh. disrespect CP like that. Don't disrespect. Well, I appreciate you putting some respect on my name. No, I try. I tried. <laughs> I no, tried. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. It didn't work. Well, I remember. I remember. I found out when you told me you were leaving before. Like we were mm-hmm. like, I thought I was like there, and, oh, Z- really? and you told Zach, he's like, you're probably gonna be the next trainer. Mm, yeah. You're in the mobile unit. Oh yeah, that and one, I was just true. a newbie, and I was like, "Hey guys, like, I was like, hey Christian, blah blah." You're like, yeah, you're just gonna work window this whole time, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, whatever." <laughs> and then, and then you guys had a conversation. I sat there, I was like, "God, I feel like I'm not supposed to be in this conversation." <laughs> I honestly, yeah, I remember now looking back, but I didn't even think twice. I mean, that yeah, day I'm that so, it, I'm so damn cool. <laughs> that day that. Like we had that conversation. Um, Stacy had just met me out at the warehouse, and like asked if I would come over with her, and uh, and so that had literally just happened. And so, um, I think I wanted to share it with Zach because like he had so much interest in the position, and I thought he had like a really good opportunity at, at doing it. And so I just asked him like, "Hey, what's your seriousness like with the position?" Because like it matters a lot to me, and I'm gonna be leaving it, and um, taking on a different opportunity and like if i'm gonna put like my name on you like i just want to know you're you're down for it yeah yeah that's yeah. no, like, i heard he's doing really good yeah a couple yeah, of changes so he's like, had come through oh 
some of them are <laughs> cool. They're learning though. Hey, sometimes you can only do so much, you know, and yeah, hey, to give and take. I know, I know they have like less days in there too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's okay. New challenge. Um, you were in here for when we did Jordans, mm-hmm. but like you work at Dutch. You work at DB Arden. Yes, sir. Um, but how long have you been with like Dutch as a whole? Um, it'll be seven years at the end of this month. So technically, I got hired at the end of August, and then did you guys start Dutch at the exact same time. She started like three months before me or something like that. Um, but yeah, so my hiring group was hired to open up Kenneth, and and then it got delayed by like a month. And mm-hmm. so our training was like a month long. Like how yeah, you know you know how you guys have like five day and then you have like ten day and all that stuff. Like all we had was like pulling shots in the warehouse and they're and just like, like here you go right. yeah and, and then and then we would go and like cover shifts at every other shop to get training in so like we would go to auburn and madison just back and forth yeah or like there were times i worked like graveyards at madison because that was the only time they could get us all into a shop to like get experience um and then kenneth opened and i started there um so that was super tight so like i'm an it's funny like where you come from because like i was like man i'm an og kenneth and i yeah. worked there for like four months and then moved to auburn and met jordan and then moved um, again. <laughs> you know how that happens and then moved again to madison um and i spent so long there and then yeah now i'm at arden and uh yeah now we're just cooking how was that um how was the decision to leave db sack to arden was it a tough mm. one or were you at the point where you're like i think i've done yeah it definitely was tough i I never really got to the point where I was like, I'm done here. Like, mm-hmm. I never felt like like I was ready to just give up or quit, um, which was rad because I feel like it's like the old Batman saying, right? Like, what is it? You either die a hero yeah, or, or live, live long, long enough to become a villain. Become a villain, yeah. And so I luckily got to the point where I was still super happy with what I was doing. I was still very excited. I still wanted to make it happen in Sacramento. Um, but there was an opportunity with Stacy and someone who I've like loved and cherished and who's always had my back. And so I just like put it out there too. I was like, Hey, like I've always trusted you, had so much respect for you. And like, you've always put my best interest first. Like if you need someone experienced and, um, and are looking for like an assistant, I would love to, uh, take that step with you. Mm-hmm. And so she reached out to me, but it was, it was hard in a lot of ways because like, you like there have been so many like ups and downs of Sacramento that I wanted to like prove it to myself, prove it to the people around me, prove it to my peers. Like I can, I can ma- accomplish my dreams here. Like, and I can make yeah. it happen, you know? Um, but you know, something that Steven Nicole always also told me was like, Hey, as much as you're invested in one thing, like take opportunity when it comes, you know, and don't be afraid. Like there was like three years ago, Nicole told me like, Hey, if, if Elk Grove ever has, like, a management position, like, if other franchises ever have one, don't be afraid to ask because, like, even if it's not, like, the right time for Sacramento doesn't mean that we wouldn't really endorse you going and doing something else somewhere else. So so that told me they had my back. And so the decision was actually really easy because it was, like, like once I thought about everything, I was like, well, I have the support of my current franchisees. Like, I have the support of my wife. Um, I have the support of the person that wanted me to go over. So I'm just going to do it. And... It was scary at first, but the the like literally maybe five days after I made the decision, like every day after that was like, oh, I'm so excited, like, dude. Like I was like, I should have made that five five minutes faster, you know. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I, why did I wait so long? <laughs> but, um, yeah. With how how's DB Arden been? DB Arden, it's younger crowd. Oh yeah, a lot yeah, of younger people. Yeah, so 
Dutch Bros as an operations from HQ standpoint, they don't put like an age limit. So in Sacramento, we or you guys um, generally require that you have to be 18 years or older. Yeah. We don't ask that. Um, that's not a decision Stacy and I can make. Um, and so, yeah, we do have employees that are 16, 17, 18. They are super young for sure. Um, but the culture is really good, which is very surprising because you're missing out on that that um, connectivity like mm-hmm. outside of the shop, right? Yeah, Whereas yeah. like a lot of you guys get together or you had an opportunity when you first started Dutch to like really go do stuff together outside of the shop. Right now with COVID, they're not really having the opportunity, but they're all so close already, Some like somehow. So our culture is like very, very high. And it just amazes me because I'm like, you don't even have the tools that you should have, you know, to create these relationships. So it's really good. We had a positive case about a month ago, and that was really hard to um, to get back from because we lost about 40 percent of our sales. Um, But now we're back and like extremely busy. Yeah, we're we're way back to it. So like, for example, like if you're a numbers person, listen to this, like we've been doing like eight to nine thousand dollar days now. And then our weekends are like. 10 to 11s which is like really awesome um so we're just blessed that the community has come back and like given us another chance because once we got it and had to shut down for 24 hours everyone has that immediate reaction yeah. of like oh i'm not gonna go there so yeah that, no i know yeah. i had db Arden friends and they're like they're like yeah i'm off for a week i said oh okay, oh you said hmm? you stay over there <laughs> yeah you stay over um there. there's one thing okay mm-hmm. this isn't mm-hmm. me like talking trash about DB okay yeah but I, I got friends who work there sure sure something that i realized that db arden has like their like slang or thing that I started to do is like i do be blah 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 <laughs> that yes. is that is one of the most annoying you do be things. sounding crazy though dude <laughs> that how do you how do you deal with the lingo of all these freaking youngins um i feel like an old person oh absolutely like db arden people yeah i think i was well versed and trained for the last couple of years in Sacramento because okay, sorry. <laughs> even though the people hits. I was hiring in SAC weren't as young as people were hiring at Arden now, like I was still a 23 and 24 year old hiring people who were 18. Right. So I still, there was still like a five year age gap there. And so like, I remember like Gabby Garcia, like taught me, like, she's like, she's like, Oh, that's like, that's skinny. And I was like, she's like big skinny. And I was like, thanks. Like, I was like, I don't know what that means. She's like, what no, it mean? means like, skinny is like cool and and i was like and she'd be what like oh she like something about? weird would happen she'd be like oh wig and i'm like wig huh? yeah you've never easy. heard this no. no ask her yeah yeah yeah. Wig? And, yeah like wig like wig out like it's like weird yeah yeah and so so like just little things like that that like when you're in a room of 18 year olds and you're the only 23 year old and say there's like seven of them and one of you right and you're going through the manifestos like they all feed off of each other's energy because they're all in the same kind of age group and they're all kind of, you know, understand the same lingo. And so for me to connect with them, like I had to sort of understand it. And it was never a thing where like I was overly into what they were doing or saying, but for me to be able to create that relationship, I tried really hard to like just have that play on words with them. So there are a lot of things I've picked up and and so it it helps me all the time too. (laughs) Big skinny, big big skinny. skinny. I guarantee there's going to be people listening to this podcast that are like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, we get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they like, like Madhouse thing, though. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Madhouse has, can well, write their own dictionary. Kaylina and Gabby were in the same group. And rest they in both, peace, Kaylina. Rest in peace. And they both. No, she's not dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. Oh, uh, well, no, I'm just kidding. 
Um, but so they both were, they went to different shops and they were the, both the ones who like taught me it. So it can't be just a madhouse thing. Skinny. Skinny. Yeah. When next time you see Kaylina, ask her, what does this mean? She'll Coming tell you. every single day still. That's crazy. Yeah. Tell her next time you're at the window. She'll probably hear this. I mean, she doesn't listen to wild, this. I dash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be a little bit of a time. By the time this comes out, it'll be my you'll second be, day you'll back. You'll be off. At, yeah, you'll I'll be back. I'll probably be off work right now. Straight up. You'll probably have already asked her what it means. Yeah. And so. she's like, dude, it's crazy. I'm the gig. I listen to the podcast. <laughs> it just happened right now. Just right now. Um, Dude, my, uh, during five day, mm-hmm. just n- I was terrified. <laughs> I, I was terrified. We, we were playing music, and I was like, should I like, I know these songs, but I don't feel like singing right now. <laughs> I don't know anybody in here. Oh, my gosh. I think the majority of people who go through five-day training or went through five-day training have the same response as you is it they were terrified in the beginning. Um, and, and I understand it cause it's something you want so badly. Right. Um, and you see all these vets around you who like know their stuff. Right. And, and for me, a big part of my job was making it as serious as possible for you guys. So I kind of had to scare you. I, I legitimately had to be like, Hey, if you don't study this many hours, you're not going to make it, you know? No, trust me. I know. No, I <laughs> yeah. Was there. Like I had to say a lot of things to like make it very clear. Like, Hey, don't fuck her. Don't, sorry. I don't know. You're this. allowed to guess. You're, 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 good. Don't, you're good. Okay. Don't play around. Like, uh, if you want it, you want it. If you don't, you don't, you know? And, and so your first day or two, I could definitely see how it was like, or understand and see how I was like, Oh gosh, I really got to work my butt off. But usually by the end of like five days, like everyone was, a totally different person from the person that I met, you know, which is pretty rad. Do you remember, um, it was my first interview. Mm-hmm. I do remember. Yeah. You were laying, the, we, you were laying on the grass. Yeah yeah. 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 Do you remember what people said about Kenneth during that interview? Um, probably no, that they're disconnected and on the island. Said nothing positive about Kenneth at all. Mm. And it was the most ironic thing <laughs> where you got put there. Yeah. Cause when I told people outside of it, I was told I was going to Manzanita. Mm. Everyone, Everyone started texting me like, "Yeah, dude, you're on our board." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, awesome. little little um, insight for anyone listening to this who thinks they know where people are going. There is no board. There is no anything. No, they said I was <laughs> on the uh, rotation chart. So when I got to Manzanita. You know, yeah, what? that's what I said. <laughs> when I got to Manzanita, and I saw like this. First of all, man's um, Jake and Brendan, you guys run an amazing stand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand their rotation board at all. <laughs> it was the most confusing thing in the entire world. But I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is what the board they were talking about. Yeah. And Lilith told Brittany Brace that I was going to Manzanita. What? And Brittany goes, can't wait to work with you next week. And I went, okay. Yeah. And then and then we're doing the thing. And then someone happened to have so a relation to somebody at Kenneth. Yeah. And then I knew I was oh going yeah. to Kenneth. Because yeah. it was Auburn and Kenneth were, my la- were the last two. Yeah. Kenneth was my third choice. Auburn <laughs> was my first choice. <laughs> and then right, right when Christian's about to announce uh, groups, he goes, hey, does anyone have, like, a reason you can't go to a stand or anything like that? And then one person was like, hey, kind of had this thing. It was I can't tell the full story. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. But yeah. this thing was brought Kenneth. And they asked Christian's reading off everybody who's, like, going places. I sat there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking Kenneth. <laughs> I'm going to Kenneth. And I ended yeah. up going. And when I tell people, when I told people, they were just like, that's tough, man. That's <laughs> tough. And I get them like, well, this is one of the most popping stands I've ever worked at. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, and that's like, like credit to Zach for what he's doing right now. Because when I was in that position, like, 
everyone would challenge you. Even yeah. if they didn't tell you that they were challenging you, they were thinking it. So every decision you were making on where someone was going to go or how long they needed to study or like what they needed to do in training, it was like, you're Zach's never off, right? Like I no. felt like I never had, like, even if I was chilling or just moseying around during training, like I still had so many feelers out on all of you guys. Right. Yeah. And so, so for me, I, t- I took a lot of pride in like trying to put you guys where I thought you would make the most impact and what would help grow you the most. And at the end of the day, you can't lose It's Dutch Bros coffee. And if you love it, you love it. And exactly. you're going to, you're going to excel wherever you're at. But like there, there's like, 99.9% of the people that I've trained have come back to me and been like, thank you so much for putting me here. Like I could not imagine being anywhere else. Right. There is a, there is a select, I They're think like, two people, come on. two people out of almost 200 people that I got an opportunity to train did not like where they went, but it was also cause they, they went there and then they were like, Oh no, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to go, I'm going to kind of force a move. And that's okay. That happens too. But um, yeah, I took a lot of pride in that and I'm glad kind of worked out for yeah, you. No, hey. I don't know. I think I'm doing pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, doing I yeah. Was I mean, that when Jordan was there? Or no, no. So I got there. there. I right when I got out of twelve day. Uh, September, October. I worked like a month, mm. and then Jordan. Got and then there. Jordan came over. Because then That's Karina clutch. was like, "I'm leaving," and I was like, "Oh, okay." He said, "Oh, dang." And then See Jordan you. came in, and then now we're here. Now I uh, I'm on a vacation. Yeah, absolutely. Much. Everyone needs some time off. Yeah, hey, yeah, no, yeah, no. I I actually asked. I planned. I planned it the whole time. It's actually pretty smart. Yeah, because you're ever wondering like, how do you get a week off of work? <laughs> Just don't show up. Like wake up, like right when you're supposed to clock in, <laughs> and you're solid. Do that like three times. That's a good advice. I gotta follow that. Yeah, no, I'm. I should be trainer at this point. <laughs> Low key. I mean, you know all the secrets. You know? Um, so outside of Dutch, uh, you're uh, you're athletic guy, but sure. we're talking a little bit in Jordan's podcast. Like you're mm-hmm. also like a faith kind of person. Mm-hmm. So, I guess when it comes to the faith, so like how long have you been like a believer and stuff like that, and how's that work for you? Totally. Well, I mean, my parent, my mom didn't name me Christian, um, just because. So my family was like I was raised Christian my whole family is. Um, but I had a pretty unstable childhood when it came to like what my parents were able to give me. Um, I never met my dad actually. And so my stepdad was in and out of my life constantly. And so it was basically just my mom and I. And so when it comes to like church and like establishing foundations and, and like really going over like morals and stuff like that. And like, especially faith, um, my mom had so many other things going on. And so I knew I was raised Christian. And like, if anyone ever asked me, like, are you Christian? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, my name's Christian and I'm Christian. You know, it was just like a thing. Like, I could just hear that. (laughs) Yeah. Like I knew, I knew what I believed in, but I didn't have a lot of experience or knowledge. Like I was just like, yeah, if someone asked me, like, I believe in God, I believe in heaven and hell. Like I believe in all that stuff, but I never really understood it. And, and either, mm-hmm. you know, and no one ever pushed me to. So when I was young, I got baptized and like went through everything. But it was like I I got to the point where I was like 17, 18, 19. And I was just like, I don't really know what I even believe in. Like, yeah. how can I keep saying, oh, yeah, I'm Christian. And I have I have no idea what I believe in because I would sometimes get crippled by like the thought of dying. Like, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there is a heaven and hell. Like, I believe it. But what if there isn't, you know, and yeah. it would like tear me down inside. And so. These past like three or four years, I've really made a point to get closer to the Lord and like diving into it. Yeah, like that. absolutely. And so just get more firm on my faith. And it's like, 
like just knowing you know so right like currently like logan jake and i are reading um genesis and like and so they they they're really big um like foundational Mm -hmm. people in my life because they like both of them have done so much work in the church and and they're just great role models when it comes to like acceptance and something that actually pushed me away so i always like yeah i'm christian i'm christian i'm christian and then i my uncle he is gay and he didn't come out to us for a very long time Mm -hmm. and when he did come out to us it really hurt me because he was one of my like closest friends so my uncle it's like he's not blood he's not my blood uncle but he he's been my uncle ever since i was born you know and so he so he was actually my my grandmother-in-law's son so when they when my grandma and my grandpa split they made they remarried mm-hmm. and so for me on all accounts and purposes since i was born he's always watched me we've been he's been my uncle you know yeah yeah he's my mom's stepbrother essentially so <laughs> what are you doing step bro <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm stuck i'm stuck get me out of the sink okay sorry um and so so he didn't come out for a very long time and that really hurt me because I was like, dude, like I felt like he could talk to me yeah. and and I was like, man, I had no idea all this time. And he kind of told me like that it, he just didn't feel super accepted and and he was super into religion and yeah. he was he brought me closer to my faith when I was younger too. And so for me, I just naturally gained kind of a a frustration towards the church because I was like, man, like what the heck it's yeah. supposed to be so accepting. Yeah. Like we preach so much good and, and like do unto others as you wish to be done unto yourself and like all this stuff. And I was just like, man, like I, this man that is like my role model, right? Like my best friend, like didn't feel comfortable telling people like who he was mm-hmm. because of this. And so I just like naturally just distanced myself. Cause I was like, am I a Christian? And so that, that was big for me. Cause I had to realize like, Hey, not everything that the church does, like do I a hundred percent agree with? And yeah. that doesn't make me any less of a believer in the Lord. And like, we all have our different, our different paths. Mm-hmm. And, and there are a lot of things that Jake and Logan believe that like I do to an extent. And there's yeah. a lot of things like that I believe that they do to an extent. And so it's really healthy for me because like they, we get to balance off one another and mm-hmm. they, they teach me a lot about things that I, I've never known about, you know? Um, but yeah, so I would say like, I'm just really getting to the thick of my relationship with the Lord and it's always been there, but I honestly just ignored it. And so now I'm able to give it the time yeah. that it dive needs. into it a little more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, awesome. so um, Hey George, can you come here? Can you come, can you guys interview each other for like three minutes? I'm going to figure out why it's not, there's no AC in here. And also, are you sweating or what? Fridge. I'm just, my head's hot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put this stuff in my My head's hot. So. Okay. Sure. Sounds good. Who are, they're going to be, they're going to be warm. Just the interviewee or yeah, interviewer. Yeah. Okay. All right, baby, what you got for me? Keep it, keep it. Keep, keep it G. Keep it G. All right. I'm about to come over this table right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. All righty. First question. Did you know this was happening? No. Okay. First question. What was your first impression of me? Oh my gosh, my first impression of you. Um, this is going to sound extremely anticlimactic to all of you like Jordan Christian fans out there, but I just thought Jordan was cool. Like I, I remember I had walked into the shop at Kennet or at Auburn like 
I'm almost positive it was this day. And I, uh, we were getting shown around the shop. Like we weren't pulling any shots or anything like that. And, um, I remember seeing Jordan and Jake Enos and I think Kaylin was there that day. Um, some of like some OG Dutch bros people. And I was like, Oh, that girl's really cool. She's really nice and like smiley. And I remember I was more infatuated with Jake Enos cause he was going so fast. And I literally said out loud, I will never get that fast. I literally said that out loud in front of all my trainees. I was like, I'm never going to get that fast. Like I didn't understand how everyone was moving so quick around us. Mm-hmm. So I think I was kind of shell shocked. So my first real impression of you was just like, wow, that girl's really nice. Like I, I didn't really think anything past that in that moment. And then obviously we began to hang out more and like spend time as friends. Um, and then I started to realize like, like you had a lot of stuff going on in your personal life, like with your family when I first entered your life. And so I was like, man, like this girl like has gone through some shit and like, she needs like friends, like she needs people that care about her in her life. And so, um, I was honestly like just so wide eyed and bushy tailed when I first started Dutch, like I was down to do whatever with anybody, like hang out, like just enjoy it. And, um, and so for you, I was just like, that's someone who's like, who deserves the world. And so like, I always just felt like, I don't really know Jordan that well, but I know she doesn't get treated right. And like, I just want to be a good, good friender. And then, you know, the rest is kind of history. Then we got romantic and yeah, you know. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> I remember that day you were wearing a green shirt. I, uh, yeah, I remember that day too. I, and I was coming on to a night shift and I just mm-hmm. hated the fact that I had to work a night shift. Why did you hate it? I came back from Chico because I went to Chico to visit my friend and I came back straight from Chico. And like, you know, like when you drive and like then, I don't know, you probably felt this. Like imagine if you like drove back from L.A. and then had to go into a night shift. It's like I just spent three hours driving and now I have to go work. Yeah. Yeah, I I do remember that. I remember the exact shirt I was wearing Yeah, and that, that time. That's crazy. Crazy how time flies. Mm-hmm. What was your impression of me? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a little different than mine. Honestly, that day, I didn't really have an impression. The first time I had an impression of you is when you worked a morning shift at Auburn. And I worked a morning shift. And, like, Kaylin was on shift. And, mm. um, and I just remember you were working on the window closer to the auto body shop. And I was on the other window, and I was just like, damn. Damn. <laughs> Fucking meat stick over there. I just remember like. I'm going <laughs> to slap into a Slim Jim right now. I just remember like, dang, he's really cute. Yeah. But he's also. So young. 18 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do remember like, it was actually kind of funny. Like, as I was growing closer to you, like, I would always try to work on your window and like i would always try to be like kind of in your atmosphere because back then we didn't like rotate positions or anything mm-hmm. so i would basically if you, if you don't if you don't know what dutch rose is or know our our wherewithal or what we do inside the shop i basically tried to put myself in a position like around jordan all the time right it's like the equivalent of like sitting next to her cubicle right so i would always try to put myself in her area like if i was working window you were working milk yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would just try to like, so I was like, man, like, she's just someone I, I think is really cool. And then there were like, 
Or like on member Valentine's Day when you had to, um, back when we didn't have iPads to take to orders and you had to write it on a whiteboard. Mm, you mm-hmm. worked my line so you can mm. s- so you can physically hand me the order. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and definitely ev- chose to do that. And every time that you handed me the orders, you just looked at me with glossy Yeah, eyes. I would literally like smile and kind of smirk every night and I'd take it back. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I, I like. I. I would remember like, Jordan would be like working her ass off like on window or on milk and like going really fast and like, when you're on window like back then your your job was just window right like nothing else was really asked of you. You had to make. You had to clean milk scopes. Uh yeah. <laughs> well, if you were on shots window, not if you were on milks. Yeah, right. But um. Ice cups. Yeah, but I would like. I would like grab Jordan's milks for her. Like she would spin off the caps and like fucking toss them under the machine or toss them at whoever. And I would clean them up for her when she wasn't looking. Yeah. Like I would do so much stuff just to get her prepped, just like to notice me, you know? And then like if shift change came. Yeah. You'd like grab nonfat out of the fridge for me. So yeah. I have to turn around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like shift change would come and Jordan would be always like doing the most like for everybody. And I'd be like, stop it. Like, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Don't worry. And she's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, and I would always like make a point to like, like just be like, Hey, you've done enough. You're super killer. Get out of here. And she'd be like, okay. Um, so we'll save the rest for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll get the nitty gritty later. Jeez. Those are so damn cute. <laughs> Did you ask, we guys asking each other first impressions? Yeah, yeah. We just got deep into like first impression stuff. Oh, you guys are so, you guys are so cute. Jordan, can you turn that little lens? See the lens thing on there. Flip it around. Oh yeah, just to make sure I could see. We could see. God. Oh. We're gonna finish the rest of this audio then. <laughs> wow, she does know some things. Yeah, hey, that's she good. Do know some things. <laughs> hey, she do be knowing them tangs. Um. What was your first impression of me? I'm so curious now. My first impression of you? I, um, like I said, I remember your interview. And I thought you were super rad because you were just kicking it. Like, you didn't take it too seriously. Like, you were laying down with us in the grass. Like, and, like, we were, I think we are at some point, we are talking about, like, anime and stuff like that. And what's, yeah. what's funny, ironically, is that was what other leaders didn't like. They didn't think you were serious enough. And I was like, whoa, I was that's like, insane. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing is like we give so much respect to one another as leaders in the shops that like anyone there like has has just as much say. Right. Like like the grubs have their say, like I would have a say, Taylor, Paul, like any of the management team that was there, like we respect their opinion and like my vote didn't matter any more than others and mm-hmm. Steve's didn't matter any more than others. That's something I always like appreciated and respected was like, like, Hey, I might feel one way, but like if everyone else doesn't, it's like, okay, just that was crazy. I was I less, understand. I was less professional the second time. The second time. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe it just came around, came off different. And my, know. and my availability was worse the second time. I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I never really looked at availability that much. Um, at the person, the grubs, the grubs. Usually, Nicole was really good at like letting me know they can only work this time or this day or whatever. But um, yeah, it would basically be like, do we like them? Do we like them? Like yes. Okay, what's our availability? Yeah, can yeah, can we make this work? Can we live without them? And so, so yeah, that was basically my first impression of you. But man, I thought it was tight that you liked like Naruto and stuff like that. Oh no, I didn't. I don't or, like Naruto. What do you Dragon like? Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, no, right, I don't. Right. I hate Naruto. Oh, I you're missing out, bro. Um, speaking of things I hate, 
the Niners. Oh, snap. Oh, my god. I like gosh. their team, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Here's my only question. Mm-hmm. How do you live with such a mediocre football team? <laughs> how, do I li- how do I live with one of the best football franchises of all time? Who do you like? Let's just Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my gosh. More okay. championships than you. One. It's still more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one more. All right. And Tom Brady single-handedly has more championships than you. <laughs> Tom Brady single-handedly ties you. For the ties. Season. Ties. Do you know what happens in like a tie? It goes to whoever was previously winning. So me and the Steelers. Tom Brady. No, no, it goes to the Wait, Steelers. What? That's how tiebreakers work. Yeah, but Tom Brady won a Super Bowl more recently. Doesn't mean he's. We've had the titles. We've had that 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 moniker longer. Oh, you're saying like you guys? Okay, so it doesn't go to the one who won the most recently. It's the one no. who one who had the most. Yes. they hold it until yeah. it's passed. Okay. Yeah, I have no problem with the Steelers. Why do you hate the Niners? There's the no, there's no beef there. Um, you're just a hater. It's like it's the fans. Live in Sacramento, so you fans. just want to hate the local team. It's the fans. No, the I'm, fans. The Niners fans are some of the worst fans I've had, no. I've, I've had to interact with. Okay, well, I w- I will say this: like when it comes to fans, like unless you're a Sacramento Kings fan, because like I passionately feel like the Kings fans are the best fans in the world. But when it comes to like Baseball and football fans, those fan bases are so big and so deep. Like, there's going to be 49ers fans in Florida, in Maine, in Georgia, like places that I've never been and I I will never meet them, right? Yeah. And so for, for football, like, every every fan base gets a bad rap. Like, I'm sure there's so many things that people have to say about Steelers fans, right? And so it's like you just never really know. And so for me, it's like I, I've seen a, a lot of bad Niners fans. I've seen a lot oh, yeah. of bad Giants. Like, in in school, like I've always been a huge like Giants fan, and in high school, my senior year, I wore the same um, Giants shirt the entire postseason because I started it when they were facing elimination, so like rally cap. Yeah, like in the wild card game, I started it, and then they won, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then in the um, NLDS, like the divisional series, like on the game when they were back so they were up against the wall, I wore the, that same shirt and it, they won. And I was like, man, I'm just going to wear this the whole way through. So I wore it all the way through the world series. And all my friends were like, every time they were facing elimination, they're like, Oh, they're out. They're out. And I'm like, you dude, you just called yourself a giants fan. Oh yeah. I watched everything. Oh, but it was, <laughs> it was just funny to me. I was like, man, y'all call yourself giants fans and you're not, you know? So, so I don't really care about fan bases per se. I just care a lot about the teams themselves, you know? And like, well, the Niners, Okay, you guys had mm-hmm. a really good 90s. Sure, yeah. When you guys literally won all your championships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then since then, let's let's walk through it. Okay, okay. We can walk through. Had a very Trash. poor 2000s. Yeah, poor. It hit 2010s. This yeah. Is Colin Kaepernick starting to get – he gets on the mm-hmm. team. You guys – Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith, amazing quarterback for you guys. Uh <laughs> – well, for the, two, for for the last from two or three years, 2005, yeah. 2005 to 2011. I didn't know who he was. He, was he your, shouldn't have been on the team. He was your quarterback. He was drafted before Aaron Rodgers. Yes. he. That's the only um, thing he was known for. He gets a neck injury, mm-hmm. and then Kaepernick comes in, mm-hmm. leads you guys to the Super Bowl, where mm-hmm. you guys suck. Yeah. Well, no. we were one play away from winning it. No, you, you weren't. You can't. No, you were We were. Not. We were. No, you weren't. Yes, we were. What are you talking about? What Colin Kaepernick threw that fade. Like, okay, but you can't say at the end. You can't say at the end of the game, we did not miss one play, and if we made that play, we would have won because we would have. And that's the that's same. That's just fact. And it's the same thing that happened this past year too. 
Yeah. He had a third. He had a third and third and like nine. Mm-hmm. And Garoppolo went. You know what? I'm just gonna throw the deep ball. Okay, but he overthrows Sanders. Yeah, and then but different different game. That game, that Super Bowl, we weren't in. That was a tough Super Bowl to watch, and it got really exciting. And this Super Bowl was whole different for three and a half quarters. For this Super Bowl, it was great to you watch. You guys didn't stand a chance. That entire no one believed you. <sighs> okay, it, no it, one, no one, no one did. Mm, all right, let me tell you why. All right, Chiefs were down. Oh Jesus. yeah, I know. I I know they're the, the comeback kings. I I get that, but twenty eight points in the fourth quarter. Twenty eight points. I mean, cre- no, credit where it's due. Twenty eight points in the second quarter. Hey, credit where it's due winning. to to the Chiefs team. Like, if you're a Chiefs fan, you can talk all the shit you want. If you're a Steelers fan or a Rams or any other team that wasn't in the Super Bowl, you can't say shit. Your team didn't get there. That's all I gotta say. Well, we almost got there without a quarterback. <laughs> So. Well, a lot of people will say Jimmy Garoppolo isn't a quarterback. So no. I mean, no, you guys, you guys <laughs> chose Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Jimmy G. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jimmy believer. Where a lot of people aren't. But Would you sign him to a ten year deal? A ten year? No. Sign him to a five. I, th- I just think ten year deals are ridiculous. You strap your team, like even like Patrick Mahomes. Like as much as I love Patrick Mahomes, he could have a career ending injury, and they'll be paying yeah. him out the ass for oh, the next yeah. eight years. Like. Yeah, I just think good. ten years doesn't make any sense in any professional sport, like that long of a contract. Like I think four to six years is like that right sweet spot. Like if you're a superstar, four to six years, like that's something that's kind of tangible. And it's like, okay, well, if this if worse does come to worse, like we got three years. So, you know? but what if you have a person like LeBron who has had a seventeen year career and yeah, and, and never hasn't really had been a hurt. single serious but injury? You're also talking about the best player to ever pick up a basketball. So it's like well, the the amount. Ima- well. Okay. Yeah, I Second said best. it. The best, LeBron James. Um, but like I would say, my my counter argument to that is like, how many LeBron James are there in the league? Like you're talking about the best to ever do it, right? If you're and, asking like right now. There's like three. Yeah, exactly. And so and so that's the thing is like I guess if you have that super super superstar, lock him up. But the same thing could happen to LeBron tomorrow. Like the same thing that's yeah. happened to like Paul George. You know, like people. Oh. Yeah, I don't understand how LeBron's been healthy. I don't know. Like, I think he's he just a robot. He takes, has to yeah, be. yeah. Some people just are, and they take care so of their body. Would you? Are you telling me right now, prime LeBron, prime Kobe, prime Michael? You're taking LeBron. LeBron, easy, easy. Really? All right. Okay. Okay. And and this is the thing. Prime Kobe, rest Res- in peace. By the way. Re- oh, with. rest in peace. Um, but respect to like all basketball players, especially Kobe and and Michael, like. Where it's due, and respect to everyone's argument that those two are the GOAT. The thing that I look at when I think of like greatest of all time is like who had the most impact on their team, right? Because Kobe, like, he can't choose really who his teammates are, right? Like LeBron, like he he can try, like, and a lot of people have said, like, oh look, he's like I mean, more recently people. he has. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like come over, yeah, yeah, which is which is good for him, I guess. But um my thing is like you play for a team, right? And so every team that LeBron has been on, like when he's there, he has multiplied their win totals by an insane amount. And when yeah. he leaves, they go from the top of their league to the very bottom. Like literally well, the Heat the didn't bottom. do that. Uh, the, the year after? They made playoffs the year after. Okay. But it's it was the not Cavs. the same. No, it was no, 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 not no. the same. Significantly different. But like the Cavs, and then, and then once Wade was – like did get older and Bosch when there was injury, then they weren't anything there, right? But I get what you're saying. My I guess my point is like the Heat went from number one title favorites to like they made the playoffs and that was it. You know? And the Cavs went from the only relevant team in the East 
like in title favorites to absolute dust, right? And so like you look at like Jordan leaves basketball, his team still is like favored to win the title, yeah, right? I think they came like I think they like one win away. Yeah, literally. After. Like they still could have won it with everyone else on their team. Whereas like I've never seen any other team like suffer from losing someone like they did LeBron. Whereas like Kobe never left the Lakers and they never had to experience that. So it's hard to really make the argument against Kobe. I mean, the Lakers just started sucking towards the end of Kobe's career. Yeah, they yeah, they it were was real rough there. Awful to watch. That was yeah. That was fun as a Kings fan, yeah. but sad as a like a Kobe fan. Well Kings fans have we have had anything to celebrate, especially not this not in a dumbass long, bubble season. Yeah, not in a long time. But yeah, I think Aaron going for thirty every night and we're losing by ten. I know, because man. Buddy Heald's ass. Buddy Heald, Dude. I hope you listen to this right now. Yeah, Don't I love Buddy, but yeah. No, I agree. I, I hope agree. Get, I, I can't wait for you to get traded in the offseason. I actually love that Doug Christie is an announcer because he, like, will literally tell it how it is. He's like, he's like, see, like, Buddy should have dropped the ball there. Instead, he he stepped back, cleared the lane, and he wanted a 1v1. And it's like, Freaking and I'm like, damn, you know, you're right. George did send me a video, though, of De'Aaron on a possession today where he grabbed the rebound, ran down. He was one-on-one with uh, Keebler and then mm-hmm. airballed it. He took the whole possession. I didn't did even, watch didn't that. Didn't even try to, didn't I, try to pass it. it. Looked like, honestly, if you watch that possession, it looked like he was trying to draw a foul. Like It looked like he wanted an and one play. He should have just, he he like, just drove to the basket. That, yeah. He didn't get past Keebler. And oh, easily. Feet. I think he did and then settled for like a post-up, right? And I was yeah, just he like, like, what are you doing? did like a... Like a fadeaway? Yeah. Yeah, he pulled a fadeaway. Yeah, fadeaway. But yeah, hey, respect to all the MJ and Kobe truthers out there. Like, they're they're amazing athletes. I just like I just look at LeBron as on a different level. I don't know. I don't That's know. true. It's hard to say. Do you think Kawhi's better than him right now? Kawhi's better right now. I don't think so. I think LeBron's still the best. I don't know. I honestly think. Okay, credit to Kawhi's defense, and I think he's clutch. I think he's really clutch, and mm-hmm. I think he's got great defense. I just don't think, like, LeBron, when you look at him, like, he's just a scary man. Like, I think he can take over a game. And, like, what he does for the, the people around him is still, like, unparalleled to me. Yeah. Like, and, and I think that's what people don't talk about in the debate is, like, how big of an assist man LeBron is and what he does for his team, you know? So, but. Yeah. Well, it's been, hey, this is a good conversation. This <laughs> is a great conversation. Awesome. Well. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. And uh, if you're, yeah, <laughs> partially. Part. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you guys leave. Uh, you guys download it, share it on your stories, stuff like that. If you listen to this on Apple Music, make sure you guys leave a review uh, and a rating. The more ratings we get, the uh, more available you'll see the mm. podcast showing up. Um, and yeah, so next time, guys. See y'all next week. Peace. Bye.